Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christina Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. In this show, we hope to bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path and how they awakened. We'll be talking to surfers, psychics, and metaphysicians about meditation, healing, spirit guides, and other ascension tools you can use to catch your next wave. So if you're surfing the winds on Venus or jumping the rings on Saturn or riding a solar flare right now, this is the place on Align Radio where we sort it out. Planet Earth, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way or ascending on their spiritual path. We've been experiencing extraterrestrial light shows, and it's hard to continue to hold on to isolation or separation within ourselves the more we notice these extraplanetary activities. So we're going to notice the changes in energy and that you can feel these activities of Earth and beyond sky. And notice how these Earth movements affect you, where our energy builds up and where energy is releasing within you. The Earth is talking to us all loudly now, so jump into that conversation. And we're jumping right into the surf today as we feel this new influx of light energies coming onto the planet. So thanks for tuning in to Surfing the Psychic Waves. You can always find us on AlignRadio.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Live 365, on iTunes Radio, under News Talk, under Align Radio, and you can listen to Surfing the Psychic Waves on SoundCloud and at ChristyWalsh.com. So let's ride the waves of our new ascension, psychic, or spiritual spaces together and share our stories. We're taking out the big boards today, and we are surfing with metaphysician Tina Bueno, also known as Anashawana. She's author of three books called Soul Liberating Forgiveness, Soul Energizing Messages, and the latest, Soul Nourishing Love, The Omniversal Human. Anashawana is a spiritual advocate for unconditional love, unconditional joy, and offers oneness channelings, and she's an ascension integration guide, and we'll hear more about that today. You can listen to Anashawana Weekly on her blog talk radio show called Inspirations Express on Thursdays, 6 p.m. Eastern. You can now find her documentary film, Real People, Real Shifts, on Amazon.com. Check out her website at HealthySoulCenters.com. And we want to welcome back Anashawana to Surfing the Psychic Waves. So, Anashawana, I would love to hear about your experiences with these ascension energies lately and we were just talking about how excited you were so i just was wondering if you could share that with listeners out there well for me it comes through in different ways and uh it comes through with my dreams and getting uh, for example i've had dreams where i've been getting my assignments on what I'm to be doing next, so to speak. This kind of feeling of the next phase of my my soul purpose on this planet. And even though I channel, I still get what feels like tidbits. I feel like I'm getting pieces here and there. And the puzzle pieces are coming together more and more. And so there's only like a few more here and there that might be you know, waiting to reveal themselves. But uh, it's coming through in dreams. And then there's this sensation, a physical sensation of absolute excitement. This, this feeling like, like I describe as, as a kid hyper on sugar, just kind of running around filled with all this excitement. Or even, even like that, you know, Christmas Eve, if you celebrate Christmas or some type of holiday, that there's that excitement the night before. And I get this feeling that there's so much excitement in the air 
And for me, I actually have to, to stop and not focus on it <laughs> or otherwise I, I won't be able to get anything done or I won't be able to sleep at night. And so it's pretty amazing because we've got so much energy coming through at this time and especially with the, the end of the cycle of the Maya calendar and um, the, uh, the 11, 11, 11 gateway opening. And this is all segueing. It, you know what? You don't even have to follow it or believe in any of it, but you're going to be feeling something in your life, something uh, that's, that feels different than, than normal, feels different in a, in a way that is actually quite uh, liberating and exciting. Love to ask about the Mayan calendar and your kind of perspective of this, I guess, in between time between the Mayan calendar ending, let's say, October 28th. That's sort of the current theory. And then going into November 11th. And I've had many discussions with folks about, you know, Gregorian calendars and (laughs) stuff like that. And, you know, does it really matter if we declare a certain day, the day for celebration and meditation and connectivity, you know, with other humans around the globe, does it matter what day it is? You know, and that's a great, great point, Christina, because no, it doesn't. (laughs) However, however, there is magnificent power in the collective because Individually, we're all affecting collective consciousness. No matter what we're thinking, everything that we think, everything that we're doing, all the feelings that we're holding, the vibration that we're holding is is being constantly infused into the collective consciousness. That's just the way it is because we're a part of this energetic matrix together. We've all agreed to participate in this this physical reality that we've constructed together, we've co-created. So so yes, in one way, when we say, when we pick and say, okay, shall we look at 11, 11, 11 together? And let's just hold a physical intention, a physical, emotional vibration that is of our own core source frequency, love, joy, all of the things that, uh, that feel of the highest vibration and if we're holding that it's not like we have to send it out anywhere but if we hold it what we're doing is we're collectively influencing the consciousness of all of humanity and that can be so powerful that it helps others awaken to that vibration it's like it's like a an insertion if you will of um of a very large jolt of love energy and joy mm-hmm. energy that then can be experienced by even more people. It's it's so powerful that it can wake up even those who are really still sleepwalking. Does that require a particular date? Not necessarily because I sense this in between anyway is timeless. There is mm-hmm. no time and, and, and there is no distance. And this is where we start to really move into that oneness consciousness. And this is where we start to experience more of the timelessness of that and all timelines, if you will, in this, uh, in our creations merge together for a full integration, both interdimensionally and multidimensionally. And as that occurs, then it just kind of permeates throughout the whole energetic matrix of our collective consciousness. So beautifully put. 
Thank you. <laughs> you make it sound so simple. You know, it is. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> It is. And, you know, we don't even have to, I know people like to use the word prayer, but often prayer has to do with asking for something or from some being outside of us, when really what what all that is, is, I would say, I don't even want to use the word required, but it is so simple. All that's uh, that uh, can make this happen or to make this so or to facilitate our awakening and our evolutionary shifting is simply by holding our core source frequency, our own. And if mm-hmm. we decide to do that all together at the same time, then beautiful. But we're not we're not trying to source it from some source outside of ourselves because it is within us. It is us. We are that. We are all that is. Right. The cosmos is within us. Yes, exactly. The universe within. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd love to ask you about your Soul Series. Oh, the books, yeah. The Soul Series, uh, originally I started with Soul Liberating Forgiveness and Soul energi- Energizing Messages. I started with those about five years ago. And I had this nudging to uh, to start writing them. And they're quick books. They're guidebooks. But then uh, in uh, June of last year, of this year, I'm sorry, June of this year, I had this uh, inner nudging that I needed to revive them. So I mm-hmm. had to rewrite some of them, a lot of that, and then revive them because they, it wasn't that the information wasn't timeless. It was somehow that the, I had shifted so much in the last five years that it needed to reflect more of that shift too to keep up with where we are as a, as a collective. And so these two books have been revived. And then the last one, Soul Nourishing Love, is completely different. It's about the omniversal human, and it's mm. a channeled. And in order for people to uh, maybe connect on some level, I put in my personal experiences. And although they might seem really wild to some people, others will be able to connect with them. But I brought it into a, a physical realm sense mm-hmm. of uh, what is being channeled. Mm. So, when you talk about your personal experiences, um, I think you're referring to maybe something that happened to you in Egypt? Yes. Well, I've been there twice, and yes, both times uh, I had some phenomenal experiences. And, you know, it's it's amazing, Christina, because it, they just start to come together, and you see sometimes... Light bearers are are following their heart in a blind faith sort of way. They just go with it. They follow what they know is resonating with them. And um, in my case, for example, with the first time I went to Egypt in 2007, I was there and I knew that I needed to release the codes of humanity. Now, what that was, I don't know. I didn't know at the time, right? <laughs> it's like, okay, great. So, how is it? It sounds that? huge. Yeah, exactly. Sounds exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And how the heck did I get these codes in the first place? But in that, but in actuality, I did journey. When I journeyed, I saw I had this vision that as a, as on one of my life timelines, uh, as a initiate for the Temple of Isis, a priestess, a priestess, I um, I had received the the codes of humanity, and I had embedded them into my into my energetic matrix. And so, as I 
incarnated into this timeline, it was time to release them. And, you know, given how how we're moving through our ascension process in this lifetime uh, so rapidly, then I understand how it was, how I've been holding it for however many timelines to uh, to release them now. And then I had some um, pretty phenomenal experiences where um, <laughs> I was teleported from the, the king's chamber into a, the mothership that, that hovers over the uh, pyramids and was filled with gold. And that energy allowed me to start channeling the Galactic Council at that time. Later in uh, 999, I went back to Egypt needed to activate some fifth dimension crystals that are being held in the uh, fifth dimension to support our, our light bodies. And uh, there I also journeyed into the, um, the cosmic library, which is not the same thing as the Akashic records, but there's a, a cosmic uh, library that holds the, the information of all the cosmos. And so I was able to journey into that underneath the Sphinx. In light oh, yeah. body, yeah. In yeah. light body, and so, so all of this is is really coming up to a magnificent releasement. Now I know there are millions of light workers. You, there's millions of light workers doing uh, what they are being guided to do on, and it's because it's embedded in our DNA. And so we just sometimes are doing what we we don't necessarily, what the human mind may not necessarily understand. But as long as we're following our hearts and uh, trusting that our inner knowing is guiding us, then then we are able to implement everything, which is which is really what's being demonstrated here because we're on course for few, for full ascension. And as we move into this cosmic alignment, it's, it's spectacular. And you know, Christina, I wanted to bring up that that was a, a reason why I also did the documentary, Real People, Real Shifts. It's because it's ordinary people having extraordinary experiences. I didn't want a bunch of famous people in there talking about their experiences because not everyone can relate to that. What I have is people who are from all walks of life. There's either business people, there's doctors, there's there's lawyers, there's all kinds of um, there's all kinds of people who are as part of our evolutionary shift are awakening to their their hyper communications, that inner knowing, that intuitive. Uh, uh, sensing and all of their senses are being fully activated and we didn't want people to feel um, afraid of that because not everybody understands it and so sometimes they suppress this but suppressing doesn't help them at all right we want them to get it fully activated and so is a, a an organic simple film that was really helped is is out to help people feel inspired and realize they're not alone yeah because I think Along the way, we don't realize that we have these sort of unconscious uh, blocks of energy in our space, mm-hmm. and uh, we don't know that we have access to all sorts of energy and information. And, and uh, you know, we even as 
light workers we go through this sure you know a couple you, you go through a couple of years of angels or a couple of years of isis <laughs> or then you forget about the angels and then you're working on something else and then it's all about nature and uh-huh. you know we go through these sort of um realms and we learn different things or integrate different experiences or bring out our own sort of cosmic library information and and uh it's not all uh, integrated and talking to each other. And I think that takes a little bit of time. Yes, definitely. And that's a key word that you use, Christina, and that is integration. Right now, integration is the key. Whether it's integrating all of our experiences that we've created along the way, um, you know, those experiences where we've put conclusions on them as um, judgments. Sometimes, mm-hmm. oh, this was bad, or, you know, I don't like that, or whatever. And those are the types of vibrations that need to be recalibrated for our bodies to hold more light because they're slower, denser vibrations. So when we embrace our creations, we're really integrating them um, at, with love, and that recalibrates them, their frequency, and we're able to hold more and expand more uh, with light energy in our own in our own physical bodies because our physical bodies are going through this ascension process. We're not we're not leaving the body to go through this. We're actually integrating it into the physical body so it can resonate at a higher frequency, which is that next dimension, that fifth dimension, the fourth dimension, fifth dimension uh, frequencies, but being in our physical body still. And uh, integration is a very big key. But, you know, as you say, how, how many people have gone through these experiences and, for example, dreams. How many people think, you know, that, oh, I don't dream, I can't dream, or I don't want to dream, or they're afraid <laughs> of that intuitive message that they got because it came true, it became. And so rather, rather than um, explore it, uh, they become fearful of it because that's what we've been taught. We haven't been taught to be independent, uh, conscious co-creators. We've been taught to suppress that. But, of course, now that's just changing at, you know, quantum leaps and uh, at mock speeds. The speed of light and the speed of love, it's changing so fast now. And so that's what we're here, I think, as many of the way showers and forerunners, is to help people through that process and let them know that they're not alone and let them know that it's actually natural. It's more natural than everything they've ever known. Yeah, and what about full ascension? When you say that, what what do you mean? You're talking about light coming into the human body and vibrating at a different dimension, mm-hmm. I think. But there's a little more. Well, yes, um, for for the full body ascension, where because this this planet um, Earth is moving, she's a conscious sentient being, and she's the one that's in the process of ascension as well. I mean, the whole our our universe is in the is in ascension process, and as we are integrating, uh, we become these multi-dimensional beings. But what does it mean to be in multi-dimensions? Simultaneously, our consciousness can move in and out of various vibrations. Each dimension has a vibration to it. And so rather than, um, rather than say, okay, I'm not ready for that, 
or rather than block it off with lower, slower uh, vibrations of self-limiting beliefs and judgments, uh, emotions that are filled with anger and fear, then uh, we have a choice to choose the higher vibration of love. And in that love, that is a different frequency. Now, as we, there, our bodies change to fully experience that core source frequency of pure love, pure joy, then uh, we shift. Our body resonates, moves at a different vibration faster and faster. And then we are able to adjust to what is being anchored in to this planet with um, with Earth going into a fifth dimension existence. Now some people, people are moving at different paces. Not everybody's going to be at the same pace, but that's what way showers and forerunners are here for. They're here to, to help uh, others move into that vibration by integrating, by releasing, by recalibrating. But essentially, what are we doing? We are integrating our divinity our totality, our highest vibrations that we've uh, we've experienced as being disconnected from. We've never been disconnected from it, but now we're remembering that connection. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the remembering mm. because I've been a little confused about that lately. Like, why did we have to forget again? <laughs> we, we agreed to it. Uh, as Earth moved into Earth, moved into a um, the physical realm there have been other humans uh, rounds of humans as I understand it that have been higher vibration and we know this if you know familiar of course with most people are familiar with Atlantis and Lemuria mm -hmm. and um, what's referred to as the Great Fall was really about actually agreeing to go into the depths of the physical reality, a physical realm, and experiencing duality in that physical realm. So we would know lots of um, lots of opposite, opposites. We would have lifetimes where we would know full abundance, and then in, this, in a simultaneous, because all lifetimes are being lived simultaneously, then on another timeline, we would know what, you know, what it means to be in poverty and lack. Uh, we would know what it meant to be in full communication with our higher aspects, our spirit guides, our galactic family. And then we would also know what it would feel like to be completely alone and, and, and abandoned. So we would know these extremes in the physical realm because this was a place where we could play with that. And we had these experiences. But if we came in, think about how distracted we would be and how we wouldn't be creating those experiences if mm -hmm. we came in with full remembering. So we agreed as we would delve into this, um, delve into the physical realm of creating experiences, we would forget how powerful we really were. We would forget that we were actually creating all of these experiences. And we would embed in our uh, DNA encodings all that was necessary to move through these experiences and at one point for us become awakened again to the true powerful beings that we that we are and to our authentic existence and that's where we are so we we agreed to it all we agreed and now we're now we're remembering oh yeah <laughs> you know and it's not like you know what you know that v8 hit on the forehead what was i thinking <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. it becomes more of Wow, what a fantastic 
playing ground this has been. What a canvas of infinite possibilities that we've been able to have. It's, you know, going to that dessert table and, and seeing all the desserts, you know, guilt-free you can go through. And, and that's basically what we're awakening to. So what about manifesting and the law of attraction? Mm-hmm. Because it seems like there's that universal language that we're trying to tap into by exploring the law of attraction. Uh-huh. But it just seems like there's a lot more. Yes. For me, uh, the biggest the biggest aspect to this is not is not only the mental uh, the mental frequency. It's the emotional and feeling. So, for example, I have people um, when they when they take a moment to focus, they move in through their heart. They sit there for a few minutes, let themselves feel that heart energy, and then I have them move down to their solar plexus. And in that space of that solar plexus, I see like this great big ball of light. You know, this pulsating core source frequency there. And when uh, I have people sit in that for a moment, and they make a declaration, they own, for example, I am unlimited. And then instead of continuing to repeat it, because that's often the case with, um, you know, positive uh, reinforcement or positive thinking, is they just keep thinking it over and over and over like they're trying to convince themselves, right? But mm-hmm. that's not, that can't, that can't be the end of it because it's just one part because there's a part of them that doesn't believe it sometimes. Mm-hmm. So the real thing is to say it once, declare it, own it, and then feel it. Let their entire body sit in the feeling, I am unlimited. And in that moment, it may take a while, but they don't think of anything else, right? They just think of that one thing one time. And until they let themselves actually feel, doesn't mean they have, doesn't mean they have to have a vision or uh, a storyboard or anything like that. But when they let themselves feel it, there is a ripple that moves throughout the entire body. It's a sensation and it's it's awakening the cells in the body to hold that frequency. And when that is being held, then all of a sudden the universe has to respond because this is a benevolent universe with the with the only only statement is and so it is it's the only response that all energy can have is to to respond to what you are thinking and feeling simultaneously and this is where that that mind and heart alignment comes in so you're feeling this and then the universe responds and all of the particles of light that are agreeing to to manifest and participate in your physical reality will immediately demonstrate exactly what you are feeling and thinking. So it becomes the physical for you. So really, it's about the higher frequencies, holding that, and allowing yourself to actually feel it. It starts to manifest so much faster than um, than just the thinking. It's time now to take away all the mystery from our emotions. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, once we realize, again, when that we have created all of our experiences, 
because we're that powerful. Once we've taken ownership of that, then you start thinking, well, wait a minute. Okay, then here's what I'd really like to create, or here's the, the next experience I would like to have, right? And then they start moving into that conscious creation. But again, it's not just the thought. It has to be from the heart. It's the intelligence of the heart. And when you allow yourself to feel that, feel the joy of that vibration being unlimited or abundant or creative or any of those, you make that declaration, I am unconditional love fully expressed. Now let yourself feel that. And you can't help but laugh. You can't help but smile. You can't help but feel good, right? Right. (laughs) And then you're holding that entire sensation in every cell of your body. And the universe has to respond with reflecting exactly how you think and feel about yourself. And it gets reflected that way. It's that simple. And I know from personal experience, I know very personally, very much, that that's how it works. And you stop creating all this other stuff because you realize that everything else is an illusion. If it's not, if, if anything is in your life that causes friction that's being reflected to you, that's because it's asking for your attention, it's asking for your love, and it's asking to be recalibrated back to its core source frequency because all energy, everything, all energy comes from the same source our sourceness, our oneness, all of it. And it's all conscious. It's all alive and holds conscious. So there's a a choice that it wants to participate, this piece, this particle of light that wants to participate in your physical reality um, as your fingernail or as the crystal in your room, as the the follicle in your on your head. It, it decides the food that you eat. It all manifests into your physical reality as a reflection of what vibration you're holding. And that brings us back, Christina, to what we were talking about 11, 11, 11. And, you know, do we all, you know, have to have a physical date? Not really, but together, if we're all holding that core source frequency, our own natural state of existence, then we we collectively uh, create, co-create the existence that we all really desire to have again or to remember again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where can folks find the books? They can go to Amazon.com. And they can look up uh, Soul Liberating Forgiveness, Soul Energizing Messages. Soul Liberating Forgiveness, by the way, is about becoming conscious creators. Soul uh, Energizing Messages is about uh, multidimensional communication, opening ourselves up and remembering our abilities. And then Soul Nourishing Love is about the omniversal human, which is what we're we're shifting into. We're taking our place in the cosmos as the, the veils lift up and uh, dissipate. We remember our connection to our, our cosmic families and our cosmic existence. And Real People, Real Shifts is also on Amazon.com, and that's a documentary. That's so great. Thank you. <laughs> it was all made from love and... Uh, I had this urgent, uh, this urgent feeling that they all needed to get done 
because as more people awaken, uh, they they'll they'll be guided intuitively to uh, sources, to people that the light workers that are here that have really volunteered to be here to help others uh, integrate and to shift, to assimilate. Uh, and to, to move into that really awakened state. I really like what you said about the different timelines. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty, for me, that was a fascinating, uh, remembering too. When the, when the messages started coming through, I saw that because we are integrating various timelines. Timelines, what is that? It's just different vibration. Right, mm-hmm. and so we have what what uh, I've seen is called interdimensional, and those are our incarnated lifetimes. And each life timeline has a different vibration to it. So what we would think of as history is we would think of it as past, for example. They're all occurring simultaneously because they occur really in a in a sense that um, that. There's a higher aspect of us that's projecting ourselves into a physical realm experience. And so we, it's like inserting ourselves into a timeline that has, uh, is carrying a certain vibration. It might be, for example, you know, uh, what we would call it a different, uh, a different time in history. And so we insert ourselves into that and we move in through there and we have our experiences that we are meant to have in that, that, that lifetime. So those are all coming together. So people who are having uh, memories or uh, some type of uh, fear that they really don't understand where it's coming from because they haven't had any issues with uh, that would have resulted with that conclusion in this lifetime, that's mm-hmm. coming from another timeline because the here and now you is integrating all of that and recalibrating that, uh, that frequency, that conclusion from that experience to a higher vibration. And that leaves us open then to multidimensional timelines. And those are not, yeah, I'd call those timelines too, but multidimensional timelines. And that is our cosmic aspects in, in all of the dimensions. And we start to integrate that as well. So we become this physical embodied or fully integrated um, conscious beings. And we access the lifetimes and the the multidimensional aspects of um, mastery, and we bring it into the here and now us. The merge is on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what about that word mastery? I mean, I have noticed over many weeks in the last couple of years that our words really fail us. Yes. They don't really capture what's going on. You're so right about that. Uh, and all we have to do is take a word, the, the word love. Humans have this way of, you know, bringing love and the, the maximum that we can uh, understand is from our experiences because everything, we each have our unique perspectives and that's based on our, our experiences. And so whatever our experience of love has been is how we would try to describe what love is. And when you channel and when you are in your place of creativity and when you're in that place where you're really feeling connected to your your core source, you start to feel a different 
a different way about what love or how love is meant has been to us or what how we've interpreted it and um, it start, we start erasing all those definitions and all those lines of limitation so that we move more into the understanding of unconditional love. But you're absolutely right. Words just fail us. And mastery, mastery is, there are, remember when uh, I mentioned earlier that we've come in, um, you know, to these extremes, these uh, the duality. We've come in with full remembering of how to consciously create and then forgetting or to have abundance and lack, uh, love and uh, completely feeling alone or abandoned. And so uh, in those, those lifetimes, those timelines where we remember uh, how to create or how to have that full experience, those are often lifetimes of mastery because we remember that and uh, we're bringing that the more that we open ourselves up to integrating and recalibrating any of those doubts any of those conclusions of uh, that from other life experiences then we are opening ourselves up to those higher frequencies and mastery comes in through higher frequency and so people are remembering light workers Light bearers are remembering things that they just, it's like all of a sudden they have this creative urge to, to uh, offer a particular type of course or a <laughs> service or their channeling or their readings are changing. And that's because they're, they're opened to what I would say upload because download feels like it's coming from outside of us, but I feel like it's more of an upload from from our core source, it's coming through into our conscious remembering. And so they're being expressed in all different ways, writing, movies, songs, everything. Yeah, one of the most, I think, illuminating things that you've said to me over the last couple of weeks was um, that anything that comes through creatively, it's all, like the timing is fine. Yes. It, it can be... Uh, in any form and it doesn't matter which comes first yeah yeah because we we tend to have this idea about how it needs to look and feel and so we've put some limitation we put parameters onto it right Mm -hmm. or when is it going to come through or this or that and and you know that's the first thing I had to realize with this film with the documentary real people real shifts was that was a project that was started over a year and a half ago so I knew that when it was done, that it would be done exactly when it needed to be done because that was when it would be ready to reach uh, the the people that it was meant to reach. And um, when when we allow ourselves that freedom, because really it's a liberation from the mind of limitation, and mm-hmm. when we give ourselves that freedom, then it just pours through and it comes through exactly when we need it like I don't know Christina maybe you've had this come to you like you feel like you've got this idea and then all of a sudden you're waiting for the motivation to come through to really like kick in and you know get you going right and then you kind of like well geez what, what happened there you know I, I don't feel really motivated to get it done or I feel like I'm, I'm you know just kind of waiting for that a kick in the you know <laughs> to get it going and you know that that's exactly when you are meant to be working on it. Exactly. Everything and everyone is always 
doing what they're doing, exactly when they need to be doing it, and they're always where we need to be. We are, it's just, it's perfect. There's no, um, there's no denying that. And once we, we give into that, we, we surrender to that inner knowing, that inner guidance, and it flows seamlessly, flawlessly. I think we're getting more and more of those, I guess, streams of energy that we can't ignore anymore. Yeah. No, you can't. Because the more we awaken, the more we're inviting that remembering to come back into our conscious awareness. And it's, you know, once you, once you remember it, I mean, there's, you don't want to, you don't want to go back. I mean, you know, like who wants to go back to sleep when you're really awake and having a great time and realize just how magnificent you really are, that you're already perfect. And all of the, the fun that you can have by being conscious of that. And yeah, there's just no denying it. (laughs) (laughs) And who'd want to? (laughs) Exactly. So folks can find you at healthysoulcenters.com and at amazon.com. Look for author Tina Bueno. But if you look for the the Soul Series books or Real People, Real Ships, you'll know it's it's me. (laughs) Okay. And that DVD, we can get it from Amazon, which is awesome. Yes, you can, and you can even download it too. You can, uh, you can, it's downloadable or um, it's uh, on DVD. Great. Well, thank, well, thank you, you so, so much. See you in the ethers. <laughs> <laughs> thank you.